Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast, hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchante, and we're here with Coach Jim Perry for season number five, fresh off the victory over the Howland Tigers, where they went to Howland and came back victorious 21-7, and now they'll be having their home opener this week against the Lions. Coach Perry, year five, um, prior to going live, we're just talking about our kids were freshmen, sophomores at a point when you started this, and, and now your your eldest is uh, in her final year in college. Kind of crazy how quick time goes by. Yeah, father time's undefeated. <laughs> That's what we're trying to be, you know. But, yeah, it, it definitely goes by in the blink of an eye and, and uh, you know, really like the off season alone. You think this day would never get here now or in the, in the middle of it, and we'll just grind here until someone tells us to quit playing. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, we spent so much time in the early parts of these podcasts kind of you finding your way. And I know you probably say, you're, you know, you're always continuing to grow and learn. But uh, how much do you feel that you have your stamp on this program in terms of, hey, this is this is what I want to go. This is the direction I want to do. And I know you're never going to be content, but overall from day one till now. Well, I think that uh, a lesson we learned uh, probably a little bit last year we spent those first couple years really honing in on we want our kids to behave this way, do this way. And I think the mistake that we made was we thought we had that. And uh, the real reality of it is you have your culture, uh, uh, your teaching of all that has to be continual because the kids that did start to get it, they always leave and there's new ones coming in. And, uh, you know, if you expect the kids to carry culture out, I think some will, but. Uh, it just has to be taught every day, just just like any other fundamental that we have in the program, and uh, a little bit more of a reemphasis on on going back to our roots with that, and making sure the kids understand uh, the behaviors that that we're trying to push. So th- that w- that was, I think, uh, where we went a little sideways last year, and we're trying to get back to our roots. <laughs> and this uh, talk about this victory, uh, I always think uh, being able to get that first one because you're still an unknown. Who you're playing is unknown. You're really not sure until you suit up against an opponent what you have, what you can do. But how pleasing was it? Not only to get your first win, but getting it against a rival like Allen. No doubt that uh, I, I've been vocal about this. I think a lot of the news uh, channels have asked that. I don't like playing Allen Week One for that reason. You know, go back to when we were in school. If you had a Cleveland East or a team, you felt like a tune-up uh, before you you got to a game as big as that one. Uh, so you you lose months of sleep over it rather than days. Uh, which when you get the season, it's happened so fast. You don't have too much time to fret. Uh, but feels really good, obviously, to get that. You know, last year. Uh, not scoring against them, you know, losing six nothing, and then the year before was a barn burner. Uh, you know, the competitive side of me says we shouldn't have lost the game to Allen since we've been here, but obviously they're a proud program too. Uh, but uh, go over there, uh, like you said, with a lot of question marks, breaking in new quarterback, playing some some guys that that uh, uh, you're hoping to see step up and having it work out in your favor. Believe me, there's a lot of mistakes. Uh, we left a lot of points on, you know, off the board. I uh, had it down on their end, I think, three times that we didn't score. Uh, we made it a lot harder than it had to be, but there's so uh, many breaks. Well, so 
you beat Helena by even a half a point, you're going to be happy about it. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up that. I, I remember uh, last year to think that, uh, you know, if you, if you held Helena to six points, you would have probably woke up the next day thinking, okay, the Dragons were victorious. But obviously, that was not the case last year. And, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that too up. I mean, Helena Niles in week one is, it's, you, no one can ever imagine Ohio State, Michigan week one. It's, it's the. What you savor the most is what you look forward to at the end of the college football season. But nonetheless, Victoria. So there are so many new faces on this program. New quarterback, Antoine Gardner comes back for another year. Um, but just kind of, you know, the, the moms, dads out there, the grandparents, the kids themselves, we always like to name drop to share a little sure. love. So kind of take us through week one and some of the guys that you thought stepped up and, and some guys that might step away later in the year. Yeah, so we actually had, a, I think I sent it to you earlier, we had yeah. some, some stats out there and we were, uh, you know, uh, tracking some touches, which I think is a, is a good way to uh, to look at some of that stuff. So I think we we had like 57 touches of the football uh, in there, um, which is, uh, you know, how you see, you know, where that ball is being spread around. And uh, so for, you know, for talking offense here, uh, you know, Antoine had 25, uh, you know, targets, I guess is the word we used. Nathan Coots had 10 of the 10 targets. You know, he ended up with 117 yards. Antoine had 98 yards. Chris Roshar was targeted six times, ended up with 47 yards. Uh, Anthony Budak ran the ball five times. Didn't have a ton of yardage running, but uh, he was able to score a touchdown, so that was nice. Joe Smith, I thought, had a great game both sides of the ball. Uh, four, four targets. He had 41 yards. Keyshawn targeted four times at 15 yards. And Josh McCoy had three targets for 12 yards. So, you know, getting that many people different touches, I think that that's going to bode for, well for us moving down our okay. schedule and understanding. Like last year, I think we had a difficult time spreading the ball out there, uh, you know, with all those injuries at quarterbacks. So yeah. if we can continue to get this kind of production from the quarterback position, it, it, it really opens up our offense. So uh, Anthony Budak ended up 18 to 25, 211 yards and one touchdown. That, that's quite an opening uh, uh, game for him. So, uh, you know, I love the balance that was out there. I think we can maybe even be a little bit better that way. We'll always strive to make sure that that ball is hitting a lot of different parts of the field. Uh, but, you know, I think that the offense, I thought we passed protected for the most part pretty well. Uh, Hallen dialed up a couple of blitzes and gave us uh, – some problems, but uh, uh, you know, I was happy again with uh, giving him time to throw. So those guys up front, uh, Dom Nolan was a former running back, moved in to play center. Uh, I thought he did a decent job blocking. We we graded somewhere in the seventy some percentile up front, okay. uh, which isn't great. But for for a week one, a lot of that is more assignments. We just got to get more reps for these guys. Uh, Nick Velez playing tackle, Connor Morris being a returning starter, uh, obviously Matt Keeley um, being a returning starter in there, and then uh, uh, Max Cicero as another uh, uh, yeah, who started at the end of the year for us. But you know that that, that offensive group always takes a little time to gel uh, up front, so uh, we expect them you know some pretty big improvement coming in this week, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, and then looking at in Gardner, the 25 carries, uh, obviously the bell cow, and you're going to probably lean on him a lot as we go through the year. Um, 98 yards, still great, but we're so used to his big playability. Usually it's like six carries for six touchdowns and 600 <laughs> yards. Um, did Hallen do a pretty good job of bottling up? I think, I think they did. I think their game plan is what we've seen from a game plan, that stopping Antoine, make someone else beat you, and then, like I said, our other guys were able to make those plays. 
the other part of that is, you know, he did hurt that ankle in that Mooney Brookfield scrimmage on the first carry. Oh, okay. And uh, really, I thought I thought his ankle was okay. He did tweak it a little bit, but bounced back from that. But I think his wind. Anytime you miss two weeks of practice, almost three weeks of practice there for him, uh, that's what loses, that leaves you first. Uh, so, you know, getting him back up. So this would be a good week for him to, uh, you know, uh, he did practice all last week, but you, you can't simulate until you get in the game how, how hard these guys have to play, especially playing two sides of the ball. So I think Antoine, as the season goes on, uh, the way he, you know, he takes care of his body and how strong he is, I think he'll, he'll you know, I'm not worried about it. Let's put yeah. it to you that way. I think he'll be right back where he is. Uh, and the game of football, we can't uh, kind of move forward until we just address uh, the new quarterback, Anthony Budak, the big addition. Um, I mean, I know you said you know pretty good drive, good numbers first game, but uh, how, how does it feel having a guy that you think you can kind of again lean on at the QB position when you know you have Gardner to run the ball? Now you have a guy that can possibly put the thing in the air, and you're going to be a dual attack offense. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things, again, with Anthony, um, you know, those were his first varsity snaps, meaningful. Um, so you got to see when the lights go on. Right. You, you could do it out here <laughs> in practice all day long, you know. But, uh, you know, one, I think the key moment for the game for us, for him, was it was, uh, I think, third and five. And... Uh, we call the QB run down there on the goal line. Well, you go back to the to the Zach Leonard days. I mean, that was it was yeah. an easy call to make because you knew you were going to get. So, uh, I think one of the coaches said, uh, "We're going to find out right now if this kid's a football player." And uh, you know, he lowered he's six four, but he lowered his pads in there. I said, "Next time, maybe a little lower, and so you don't take a shot." But got the ball over the goal line, and then I thought the other key moment for him was uh, once the game tightened up. You know, it's easy to play when you're up fourteen. But when he went to 14-7, I thought uh, he stayed poised and stayed in control and the ball was going uh, where it needed to go for him. And, and that's the key. You know, can a quarterback come out? You can be as talented as you want. But can you put the ball where the ball belongs and what we're, we're asking you to do? He did a great job of that Friday night. So I'm super proud of him. I know uh, it had to be a cool family moment. You know, anytime you have a, a legacy kid where, you know, his – his dad, Tony, was a captain here when I was a sophomore, so I'm sure it was a really cool moment uh, for their family to, to see him in there and doing what he did and have the kind of night he did. But, uh, you know, Anthony, I, I guess what I was probably most proud of him, uh, he was just a great teammate all night. I think he was there you know, leading, picking up the kids around him, and, uh, you know, just super proud that it worked out the way it did. Excellent stuff. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast, Fire Powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here and Niles, Ohio, and uh, we always have the big shout-out for the Permani player of the game. Coach Perry, who held those honors this past week? Well, I think you're going to get to uh, meet him here in a little bit. So that uh, Nick Velez. So we've just talked offense this whole time, but this really, the defense was the, was what was the difference for this game. Uh, now only giving up seven points, and it was really on just a coverage uh, error. Uh, I don't want to throw any one of our guys under the bus, but I think uh, one of our guys thought we were in a different coverage. And, 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 you know, and that's the one thing I always say when people say, oh, so-and-so got burnt. You know, so-and-so didn't get burnt on that play, usually. I mean, sometimes you know, there's an individual effort. But in this case, you know, it looked like Chris Roshar gave up the touchdown, but he didn't at all. He actually realized that the coverage was blown, tried to recover uh, for his teammate. 
And uh, they made a nice play. Kid made a nice catch. He was a quick kid. In fact, uh, both for people our age will know the kid that caught the ball was uh, Robbie Lazer's son. And, wow. Uh, Robbie and I you know, played yeah. together, and uh, uh, his son had actually a really nice night. He was probably the highlight of, of the uh, whole night for Howland. I think okay. he had over 100 yards receiving. But uh, uh, so you know when that you know that game tightened up, but on, on our side of it, our player of the. Uh, uh, of the week, Nick Velez, he caught, forced a fumble, and then also had a big interception late in the game that uh, stopped uh, one of Howland's uh, drives there. So, uh, you know, again, Nick's a guy that I'm super proud of, the progress uh, he's made in a year's time. This time last year, he was doubting whether football was for him, and then, uh, you know, when he and I got together on that. He's been two feet in the program ever since. Actually was elected captain just a few days ago and to come out and play play a game like that. And that first game started a linebacker for him and he'd always been on the defensive line. So to see him make those plays was really, really uh, special and I thought he led the way. And it was since it was a defensive uh, in my mind a defense was the difference of the game. I felt we had to pick a defensive player as player of the week, so that's why we went with Nick. Fair enough. I, I trust your work, Coach Perry. And uh, a, a quick preview, you have Alliance, your home opener this week, uh, what do we need to know about Alliance? Well, we've had two great games with them the last two times we played them. I mean, I think they're great because we came out on top, but they were both, you know, really uh, games that came down the, to the last second. They threw one into the end zone last year at the end of the year, or at the end of the game, sorry, uh, for a chance to win it. And uh, the year before that, we uh, they were driving and we intercepted the ball and uh, sealed the game there. So, uh, you know, we expect the thing, I think, uh, uh, you'll see some, some really talented football players. The quarterback's a Division One recruit. I believe he already has okay. some MAC offers, and he's only going to be a junior. Uh, he's a, he's a quick kid. His father is, was a quarterback at the University of Michigan. Uh, so you, you know, again, you're talking about a legacy kid there that uh, is super talented, and uh, he, he people are going to notice that right away. He throws the ball well, obviously, but he's really quick on his feet. Uh, the running back's a big kid. He's probably bigger than Antoine. Uh, had a nice game against us last year. Uh, they're back. So I think they got a, They played a lot of young kids last year. I, I think they probably feel like they're a little bit better of a football team. Um, and uh, it's going to have to take the same type of effort we've had the last two years, you know. Uh, uh, get the game into the second half and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the, the time you spend in the weight room in the off season and the wind sprints and all that. And uh, then, of course, execution, take care of football. Uh, but this, this will be a highly contested game, I can almost assure you. Excellent. And I think that was one of the signature wins of this program under your direction is when you guys went to Alliance and came back. And uh, yeah, I thought that was really the – it really just kind of – to me, it, it was – Yeah, that was a really fun night that first yeah. year we went up there. And, then, of course, you know, you go up there in the Mountain Union and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing that stadium was neat for our kids. And, and again, like you said, our, we were just getting the program we felt going uh, that year. I did feel that was a great night uh, uh, to get that. And, you know, uh, having gotten them in two close games, I'm sure they're going to be motivated <laughs> to flip the script, come down here to our stadium, uh, which they, you know, they were supposed to be here in uh, 2020, but uh, obviously with COVID, we played that shortened season. But, you know, again, uh, anyone that knows Miles and Alliance, it used to be years ago back in the conference, and, uh, you know, some state championships were uh, were. Uh, 
kind of played out, you know, because those two were, were some of the best programs in all of Ohio back in the 60s when they used to play. So I, I know there's some old-timers. One of the guys that writes for the newspaper up there always calls and wants to talk about that. I'm like, dude, I wasn't born in 72. I mean, I know about all this stuff, but, you know, I, I only heard stories like you do. But great tradition at both schools, and uh, it's kind of cool to keep that. Uh, I don't want to call it a rivalry rivalry, but in a way we have a lot of respect for them, obviously, and uh, just the tradition that these, these two schools have played for so long. Yeah, definitely. And a talented program as well, so it's nonetheless obviously come out to a great matchup. So, Coach, now we're on to the player, um, the featured Red Dragon. We know that is Nick Velez, and uh, I assume yeah, he should be out we, here uh, we, waiting for us. We should, uh, to paint the picture, we're back in our old studio yeah, here. Our old, yeah. We're in the old coach's office, and it feels like home. i got to admit, I kind of like it. And it's, and it's quiet. Sometimes we get some, you know, I know the, I think girls' soccer, are they doing a game tonight? or hey, It looks like they have a game coming here in the evening. Yeah. But, uh, Again, not the, we had a female on the team last year, so she used to use this as her locker room, uh, so we were never allowed to be in there. Uh, uh, this year, uh, we don't have any females, so we're, we're kind of back, back in our own digs. Back to the dojo, I guess. <laughs> uh, usually, we're reserved to the gym or the uh, weight room. I'll go get Nick for right. uh, Coach Perry is going to go get Nick Velez. Coach, best to you and the team this week as you host Alliance at, here at Bo Ryan Stadium. And you guys can always listen to these podcasts. They're free and available on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, anywhere we use them to your podcast, you can find out and listen to these shows. And as Thomas Nick Velez is joining us, hey, is this going to be available in Spanish too? So <laughs> well, if he wants, to, if he can, if he wants to do it that way, translate it. We can, we can translate it. But other than that, no. We can pick up more audience. If he wishes to. Well, Nick, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us here on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. I don't know if you ever heard the podcast or listened to it. One hundred percent. All right, so it's pretty simple stuff. You know how it goes. But uh, Coach Perry talked highly of you. He said you were a kid. They were kind of teeter-totter in last year. And he said now you come back this year and you're just – you are a force. You're a team captain. And he said that your play against talent was outstanding. He said it was a defensive win. And not only that – he chose you as the player of the week. He said your forced fumble and interceptions were very timely. So with that said, how does it feel that, you know, you get that win off the bat against talent? You know, it just it just shows how much we have worked over a winner, nonstop eating, yeah. <laughs> keeping our calories, measuring ourselves, putting more weight on, work on the field. And it just, pro- it just goes to prove that we, we got it done. And we're moving on. And you're moving on. You get Alliance at home, and it's and so nice. Your senior year, uh, it's a, you know a lot to play for, a lot to yeah. look back on. Uh, growing up, now he he mentioned uh, Columbia. Yep. Uh, born and raised. Born and raised. I I just hit nine years here. Okay. This year, yeah. So I I'm, I'm very interested because we always like to rewind with kids usually that grow up here okay, in Niles. Yeah. So, uh, but growing up, uh, soccer was that the sport you went to? First? Uh, so actually, I um. My dad, my, telling my dad that I chose football over soccer was uh, was, was intense. <laughs> Definitely a talk. Sacrilegious almost. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I did play soccer for one year. Uh, did great. And then I, I was just trying to get more Americanized. I was getting used to the language, being more with kids my age and okay. just hearing English all the time. And, that, and football was the key thing that was just like, talk, they talk about. So I joined LRD, and after that it was 
It was, it was all helmet, all dragons. And then, and, and here you are. Uh, I'm curious, growing up through the different phases of the game, he says you play right tackle. Yep. I mean, you look like, I mean, you have the frame. You could be a wide receiver, yeah. linebacker. <laughs> I mean, almost any position out there, safety. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the linebacker role. And and I was intrigued when he said that because right tackle, he's thinking of right tackle. But he goes, then he moved the linebacker. I'm like, oh, the kid got to be yeah. athletic. He's not like a... Um, other positions that you've played before you kind of wound up? Yeah, I I, uh, I actually played guard, and I played a uh, tight end a couple times. And this year, uh, I moved around from business fan to outside linebacker to line to middle linebacker. And I and I told the coaches when they when they brought me so many opportunities on defense and stuff like that that I'm. I'm ready to play whatever it takes to us, for us to win. So. Yeah. And and with that long frame, and you mentioned tight end, uh, coach. I mean, I, I don't want to go to the playbook. I mean, right. is there any trick plays? I mean, we got trick plays for Velez uh, to get a touchdown. Oh, we'll and see. In the red zone. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe, maybe you see a couple touches on defense. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, well, I know you can do it on defense from your turnover too, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start harping on Coach Perry to saying, listen, we got to get some trickery in this offense. <laughs> you know, what's your number? Fifty-one. So we got to get fifty-one some action, red <laughs> yeah. zone action. We, you yeah. know, we hey, declare him. Eligible when you guys right. snap the ball, number fifty-one is eligible. <laughs> Everybody knows, Velez. This is it, big time stuff. Um, School-wise, what's your favorite class? We really never talk about the academic sides, and yeah. I, you know, so I hate to throw you under the bus being the first that we are. But I mean, when you're in school, what are some of your favorite classes, favorite teachers? Oh, I'm happy to see about it. Um, I actually love math. Okay. Uh, over the years, I started like not liking it as much because it's a lot. It's a lot more. But I love math just to prove myself that I could get an answer doing different things. Okay. And uh, being an astro honors, I, I congratulations. Thank you. Thank well. you. I just started loving every class. Michefo, shout out Michefo. is <laughs> uh, my favorite teacher. I was in science. She made me start loving science more and more. Okay. And yeah. And and, uh, and here we are now. Uh, we talked about the school um, teammates. Mm-hmm. And usually the linemen are usually the closest Nick group. Yep. Usually, and that it seems like college at the pro to the high school. Yep. Um, does that reminisce with you guys as well? Yeah. So, uh, being our senior year, Matthew Keeley, him and I grew tighter. Uh, the whole line we grew tighter, and especially the senior class. Even the wideouts and all the, it just being a brotherhood that just came along from seventh grade, eighth grade, freshman year, going. Boosting every game until we came to freshman year, winning that that first game together, just really, we just all know what we went through, you know, to get to our senior year and finally beat Howland and stuff like that. It's special. Yeah, it is, and, and I know the community's proud. And uh, me and Coach Perry were talking as well. Usually, it's kind of like the Michigan Ohio State is the game that is the last game of the year, right? But as it is now, yeah, you guys get to open up. But then again, I think it puts more pressure on you because yeah. you really get to find out. You know, there's no tweaking it. Like, hey, we know what we're doing. Um, we don't want to keep you too long, and we we appreciate your time. We know you probably got homework and so much else. You just get done with practice, and then you're uh, palling around with this here on the show. But uh, before we let you go, we call it three and out. Three and out. Three, a couple lighthearted questions off okay. the <laughs> So, uh, how about this one? We'll go start with this one. Um, on your I, I, on your phone, on your iPhone, or your playlist, or whatever, what would be the most embarrassing song for your buddies to know that you uh, love hearing? That's a tough one. Probably, uh, I don't know. Um, those were easy questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, 
see. I don't know. Probably something like Justin Bieber or something. <laughs> like like mistletoe, you know. Okay, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, how about this one? School lunches. Uh, what's your absolute favorite thing to eat? Out of the cafe. So I I actually pack. Okay. It's a it's a Colombian thing, I guess. All right. And just um, my mom always makes me super good food. So I'm probably gonna have to say my steak and rice. Okay. Every 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 time. Is that her? Is that the go-to for mom? Like is that? Oh, uh, and her lasagna, her lasagna, her beans and rice. Oh, I could talk about food. My mom makes. I, I, top shelf. Top shelf. Yeah. Now I ask when I have the guys going going through the draft, I always ask them. Um, draft day, you hear your name come off the board. Mom can cook you your celebratory meal. If that was your case. What meal do you want mom to have made as you celebrate that day? Probably uh, bandeja paisa, which is beans, rice, uh, sausage, uh, plantains, stuff like that. All right. And since we got one more question left, and Coach Perry is here in the room, uh, what one thing just gets this guy crazy in practice? Uh, What's the absolute no-no in practice? Jeez. If you want to catch some hell, this is what you're going to do. Not paying attention or just not <laughs> working, working to the ball. We're talking back. Oh, talking back. Why would you guys talk back, though? Hey, we're, we're, we're learning. We're, we're slowly learning. Hopefully. I love that line. Talking back. I love yeah. talking back. They're, they're admitting their guilt by talking back, but nonetheless, it is. Yeah. Nick, well, obviously, you were fabulous to have on the show. I appreciate Great young you. man. Coach Perry, uh, like I said, he spoke so highly of you. Best to you and your teammates, team captain. <laughs> Did you have to carry yourself in a little bit different way when you get that title? Do you uh, know that it's under, you're under that umbrella now? Um, well, I, if I got, I like, I think about it this way, if I got it without, like, pushing myself to be something different, then it was just my character, and I'm going to stick to it. Excellent stuff. Well, once again, Nick Vallow is our featured Red Dragon player, along with Coach Perry here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Remember, the home opener here this week, uh, Bo Ryan Stadium, as always, we appreciate you stopping by and listening to Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.